You're listening to one of my favorite radio stations, WRFL Lexington. Hello, I'm the green slime you spilled all over your pants. DJ, no, ah, and you're listening to WRFL Lexington, your only alternative left. This week, I have a very special guest, someone who I've been a big fan of for a while now. Fresh off her new single, Aperture, it's Emily Blue. Emily, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Um, So how are you doing today? What have you been up to? Today is a really weird day. It's like my moods go in such weird waves right now because of everything happening. So I felt really sad like an hour ago, and then I just went outside and went like this, like a plant to the sunlight, and I felt better right away. So just kind of learning how to take care of my body while you can't really go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. How have you been like handling this whole situation and all of this social distancing and stuff? Well, I'm a pretty introverted person, so I don't really mind it that much in terms of the social life stuff. Um, But in terms of like productivity, which is something I care about maybe too much, (laughs) I, um, it can be really frustrating, like feeling like you have limitations on your projects, or at least that's how I feel. So I'm trying to pace myself and make sure I take intentional breaks from my phone and from the computer and from looking at my um, social media and all that stuff. And I hang out with my partner a lot. We watch movies and cook sometimes. Mostly we Uber Eats though, if I'm being real. But yeah, I'm just trying to create some sort of sense of structure and holding on to that as best I can. But yeah. What movies have you been watching lately? We just watched Widows. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. That's with like a Viola Davis, right? Yeah. It's like an all women heist movie. So pretty cool. Nice. So do you miss being able to do like concerts and stuff? Yeah, I really do. It's a, it's a way that I don't think will like is a part of the industry I don't think will ever disappear because people really care about that one-on-one connection with the artists and I find the most like satisfaction out of meeting new people that way and like trying out new songs on stage and it's just such a special thing that I get to do in my life so I cannot wait to be able to like start my tour up again. Yeah, and I've seen you do um, different virtual concerts, like you did Audio Tree, and you were on Instagram Live this morning. How do you feel those virtual concerts compare to doing like an in-person concert? Well, um, we've tried to get pretty creative with it over here. The one for Audio Tree, I think, was like our first attempt at making it look kind of like a show. Like we lit it up and put a backdrop up and set sort of a stage area. Um, but when I did one on my Instagram, we did like a multi-set, uh, I don't know, we did a multi-set set. So we had like over here in the corner, we had the bedroom pop station. And then we put up a big black backdrop and did strobe lights on the left side of the room. And we'd like pan from one thing to the other. So, um, it's just something that you have to adapt to as an artist, like, still finding ways to be creative with what you have. Um, But honestly, the part that is not the same is like the energy because a concert really is like a relationship. And I always 
um, respond to like what fans are doing or how they're acting and vice versa, you know? So the relationship part is like more virtual and people ask questions afterwards or they tell you, you know, hey, it's me in Minnesota or whatever. Awesome. Um, so how would you describe your style? My like style of clothing? Well, honestly, I wanted to talk about both because I think you do have a very interesting, um, like, visual style, but also your music style is so unique. And, like, I kind of want to talk about, um, like, how those relate to each other. Yeah. um, Well, my musical style, it's, like, it can change from song to song in terms of, like, the instrumentation that I use. But that's pretty common in pop music, I've noticed, especially lately with like artists like Lil Nas X or Taylor Swift goes like album to album sort of style shifts. So I'd say it's primarily pop, but I really like a sense of it being off kilter somehow with the production. Um, I use the term glitch pop because that's pretty much summed it up for every thing I've put out so far. Um, There's always some like weird glitchy noises or Yeah, so I'd say my style is pop, but I really like to move as much as I can throughout the genre and have a lot of fun with it. So do you produce your own music or do you work with producers? I work with producers um, who are my good friends. A lot of my music is Max Perenchio. That's my, he goes by the Pelican Boy on Instagram, but he does like a lot of really um, pop and rock influenced stuff. And then my other friend, Joey, who's in my band, did Whipped Cream and then Aperture that we just put out. Yeah, I, I remember when you put out like the like the Whipped Cream video and like I, I wanted to talk a bit about like your visual aesthetic. How would you like describe that for people who might not have seen any of your videos? Um, it's definitely colorful and I really enjoy like working with different schemes and organizing them as such. So I usually work with like color schemes that I enjoy for some reason, I have a lot of pink in everything, which is not even my favorite color, but it's just like it always appears. I think it comes out of me. Um, but yeah, if I had to describe it in words, it's kind of like a, a new retro. I always have like a sense of the past. So I really enjoy the 60s through 80s, especially. So just kind of depends on the song, I think. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there for sure. So I want to talk about your new single. Uh, what is Aperture about? Okay, so Aperture is about a time that I fell in love with someone really hard and fast. And then they had a partner already and they obviously could not do anything about my feelings. And they basically said like, you know, you're gonna have to cope with this. I don't feel the same way. And so it was just kind of like walking through, dealing with that. are kind of like my brain just processing this information and trying to come to terms with it. Um, so it's a very introspective song as opposed to some of my other stuff which can be like a little more like pump up jams. 
But I, I, I really do think that your music is so relatable. Like I think like Blackberries and Rico Acid are very relatable songs. And as is this one, uh, do you Thank have a lot you. of people tell you that, that they relate to your music? Yeah, I, I find a lot of people really resonate with Blackberries, especially. because it's like I can measure the relatability on how true I'm telling the story. So Blackberries is about something that literally happened to me and I was feeling it and I just wrote it all down in song form. Rico Acid was, I was at a party and I was in a relationship but I was really attracted to this, you know, person across the room or whatever. How should I feel when the going gets tough? Sometimes it seems like his love ain't enough My body aches when I'm out and I feel Drawn to another man I just wrote about that um, And some songs enter more into like a fantasy world Which also I feel like could be relatable But I definitely get the most like response From the ones that are truer Which is interesting to me, so it's just something I've noticed, you know. Now that you have Aperture out in the world, how does it like? Does it feel any different? Because I, I saw you say that uh, it's a very like personal song. Yeah, um, it feels really good. It feels good to tell something that means a lot to me and have people grab onto it somehow. Um, I think a lot of people have told me, like the number one response I've gotten was, this is exactly how I feel right now during all this stuff that's happening. And I think that's probably because it's got a little bit of like a slow sort of ethereal quality to it. So it forces you to be in the moment a little bit more. Um, but it feels awesome like receiving any kind of relatability or people new people that haven't heard me before that's just an amazing feeling so i'm really grateful for that so is aperture a single to just stand on its own or is it part of a, a larger project um i'm definitely working on more songs with joey who goes by you sky as that's his like producer name um and i want to put a full record together um, it's obviously a little slow right now with like, you know, the pandemic, I can't like go to their houses or anything, but, um, I want to be able to kind of do the same thing that I did in Aperture. So use parts of myself that I'd like to express and make a record about, um, sort of self-realization. And so a lot of the stuff I'm, I plan to put out is a little more on the personal side, but I am excited to just keep it going. We'll see what happens. <laughs> what do you want listeners to take away from your music? 
In general? Like, just in general? Yeah. I really care that people feel comfortable expressing themselves because I feel like a huge problem in our world is that we have these emotions that we feel like we're not allowed to come forward with or be proud of or be comfortable expressing. And I think that leads to a lot of violence and separation within communities. And I find that if you can be honest with your feelings and be in an environment where that's okay, then a lot of our issues as a a society would probably be less intense. So I think I want people to feel like they can be themselves first and foremost um, in whatever way that looks like, you know, super confident I'm, I'm doing great or I'm not doing so great. And that's also okay. Um, what music have you been listening to lately? Good question. I have really been digging the new um, Rina Sawayama record. Have you heard that? I haven't. It's so awesome. It's like really um, spastic kind of 90s revival pop music. It's awesome. And then um, I like Caroline Polachek a lot. Um, she has a cool record out too. That's basically it besides my typical like 80s top 40, whatever was big back in the day, you know? <laughs> so um, I saw you tweet recently that you uh, really love Starbucks. Is that right? Oh my God, it's so right. I'm literally looking at like, a, you know how they deliver it to your house in a big bag, like bigger than what I ordered just to embarrass me. I have like three of them right here <laughs> from today. I'm like, what's your go-to Starbucks order? I always get um, the blonde double shot on ice because it's really, really strong and you can get like a small, small ice latte, but it's like, you know, get up. <laughs> and then I like to get the um, banana bread. Awesome. Um, so is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? Let's see. Um, I am planning to release a visual for Aperture soon and it was all filmed at home. So I'm really excited to see how it comes out because we've been working with an animator and like a sort of spread our team out a bit um, virtually. I think it's going to be really beautiful. So look out for that soon. And then our tour is rescheduled for January. So if anybody wants me to come play wherever they're at, please let me know on Instagram or something because we still haven't finalized the route yet. So excited. Awesome. I can't wait to see the new video. Thank you. Well, Emily Blue, thank you so much for talking to me today. You're listening to WRFL. Hey, this is Emily Blue, and you're listening to WRFL Lexington. Did I say it right? Love don't come easy. I know that it don't.